Listen to WGN Radio's newest podcast, Behind the Badge, Illinois, hosted by David Hochberg. Behind the Badge, Illinois, views current events through the eyes of Illinois law enforcement leaders. Tune in. Visit WGNRadio.com slash Behind the Badge. Troy Murray, we thought it would be best to celebrate your birthday before we celebrate the life of Rocky Wirtz. Happy birthday, Troy. <laughs> yeah, thank you. I, I, uh, I tend to uh, ignore the birthdays at my age these, these years, but uh, thank you very much. <laughs> Come on, Troy. You can't ignore birthdays. You've got to at least be going to dinner tonight, right? I am going to dinner. Yep. Okay. Because right. yeah. Yeah. <laughs> friends and family are never... Yeah, they're, they're not going to let you get away with I don't celebrate birthdays. Hey, thank you so much for joining us. I know it's really been a tough time for you, um, the Wirtz family, everyone within the organization, and the fans. Can you tell me about the first time you met Rocky Wirtz? Boy, that's, you know, that's going way back. I, I came to Chicago in 1982 when Arthur Wirtz, um, Rocky's grandfather was was still alive and in charge of the the Blackhawks and the, the Wurtz Empire. Um, it was shortly thereafter in the early '80s that uh, I had an opportunity to meet Rocky. And um, you know, a lot of those years uh, when Arthur died, Bill took over. Rocky really wasn't uh, a visible presence uh, around the Blackhawks. It was more so Bill and and uh, and Peter Wurtz. Um, but, you know, when we did functions and events, I would always run into Rocky. And the, the family of Rocky have always been tremendous to me. And it's, it's a sad loss. I mean, you know, the, yeah. the, the timing is terrible because um, they just went through an amazing run uh, with the Kane and Taves era. And then all of a sudden you turn around and you get lucky in the lottery and you're going to get this really good young kid. Um, and unfortunately, Rocky's not going to be around to enjoy this new era that is going to be developing. Yeah, he became the fifth owner in the franchise's history, inheriting it from his dad, Bill, after his death in 2007. And they made the playoffs 10 times, reached five Western Conference finals, three Stanley Cup titles, bringing the cup to the city of Chicago in 2010, 2013, and 2015. Fans just went wild every time they saw Rocky. Tell us about your encounters with him this year and where he was at this point in his life from where you first saw him back in the day. Right, right. Um, you know when 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 Bill has when Bill uh, uh, passed away and, and Rocky took over, um, you know he 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 had to make some really tough decisions that that really um, kind of started his legacy. And uh, you know putting uh, the home games back on TV um, was something that hadn't happened prior to uh, Rocky coming on board. And you know he really took charge. And, and put people in place and, and and really, in my opinion, kind of revitalized the whole organization, the, the whole persona about what the Blackhawks were like. And Rocky was front and center. Um, he wanted to be seen by the fans. He was sitting in the stands, and he did that throughout the whole time that he was um, you know, with the Blackhawks and running the Blackhawks. I always wanted to have that opportunity for fans to, you know, ask him questions, tell him, you know, hello, and if there's concerns, he, he was he was right there in the forefront, and you know, he kind of remained that way for a lot of years. Um, and then I think that he kind of made a decision uh, as well that, um, you know, it was time for uh, Danny to start being involved in the Blackhawks. So, you know, you, you've got kind of a succession 
um, stage going on there. And, and Rocky was always 100% aware of everything that was going on, uh, but, you know, more or less let Danny kind of take over. But, uh, you know, he was certainly involved and very passionate about it. Uh, I had this, I had the opportunity to see Rocky uh, about a month ago at a, at a function uh, away from hockey and, and some mutual friends. And, you know, we had a great talk. And, and he just, you know what, he was a great man. Um, they're very loyal to their, their people, to their friends, to the family. Uh, just a, an amazing man, and he's really going to be missed uh, around the Blackhawks uh, and in, you know, the Chicagoland area. He was very active in, in a lot of charities, and yes. a lot of the things that the Wirtz family and the Blackhawks do don't go noticed, um, but they're very involved, and Rocky was uh, front and center of all that as well. Yes, yeah, so charitable, so charitable. We're talking to Troy Murray about the passing of Rocky Wirtz, and Rocky is the one who brought in Chelsea Dagger, right, to be played when the Hawks would score? Well, I, I don't know if that was Rocky's idea, but, um, you know, prior to when Rocky uh, came, they weren't scoring a whole lot of goals. <laughs> so there was, no, <laughs> there was no reason to have a goal song. But, uh, uh, you know, when he came in, it was Taves and Kane, and, and he already had a, a great base, a great foundation, um, and really set the tone for such an exciting atmosphere inside the United Center. And uh, I think that uh, they pulled around the league, and, and they said, you know, what goal song? Do people despise the most? And, and they said Chelsea Dagger, but it's only because they had so much success that you hated to hear that every time you came into the United Center when those guys were playing. <laughs> hey, Kevin Powell is sitting here. He wanted to say hey, too. Hey, Troy, great to talk to you. You know, you mentioned this, hey, but it really was just incredible the way he transformed the organization once he took over, from getting them back on TV for all of the games. I think for a large, uh, you know, for some generations, they didn't get to consume a whole bunch of Blackhawks hockey. And then Taves and Kane era begins, and the Hawks were just more out there. They were more in Chicago and out there, and fans were getting to know the players. It was incredible the way things changed once Rocky took over. Yeah, and Kevin, it was, it was um, you know, everything kind of, you know, every, the stars were aligned when, when Rocky took over. And, you know, he didn't want to take over, obviously. And when Bill passed away, they, they, the family made some tough decisions. Rocky made uh, a major decision for um, for him to actually run the Blackhawks. But he wanted to make some changes. And those changes, um, I, I think, were – he didn't reinvent the wheel. But at the same time, um, you know, putting home games on TV. So, you know, you can see them. It's never fun to – uh, you know, if you're on TV and, and you're watching a home game and you're a young kid and a fan of the Blackhawks and all of a sudden you see the excitement, you start tugging at your dad and saying, you know, I want to go down and watch a game. And, you know, with Kane and Taves and Seabrook and Keith and all the guys that were there, um, you know, they just kind of skyrocketed and everything took off. But, uh, you know, Rocky was a, a huge part of that. John McDonough obviously came in and uh, he was excellent at marketing the, the product that they had. And, and boy, I'll tell you what, from when I started doing the broadcasting with the Blackhawks, where it was kind of the dark days and there wasn't very many people at the at the United Center to where they left off after the Kane and Taves era, a complete turnaround. And, and I think, as you said, really kind of embraced uh, the city of Chicago in a way that uh, the Blackhawks had never done before. But that was because Rocky said, hey, listen, we're going we're gonna to spend money. We're going to bring in players. We're going to you know, do what we need to do to be champions. And uh, he did. 
He will always be remembered for his John generosity and kindness and contribution to all those nonprofits that you talked about. Troy, I'm sorry that um, that you lost your buddy, and uh, our heart goes out to the family and everyone within the organization. And we look forward to seeing how they pay tribute to him when the season starts again. Yeah, I, I appreciate that. Um, you know, it's been tough, and then. Um you know, for the, for Marilyn, his wife, and Danny, and, and you know, his family, it's, you know, they're going through some tough times. It's a sudden thing that happens, and, uh, um, you know, I, I think maybe the, what you take out of this, and, you know, what Rocky did with the Blackhawks was, was tremendous, but as, as you mentioned, so what he did in the Chicagoland area, how generous the, the Wurtzes are, um, and, and a lot of it, again, people don't know about it, but they do so much, and they put so much money into the Chicagoland area that, uh, um, you know, he's he's just a great person, and he's going to miss uh, completely around the organization. And you know, they'll they'll regroup, and, and Danny will you know continue to to run the run the Blackhawks, and you know, hopefully, um, you know, the the uh, the transition will be smooth. It's not something that anybody wanted, but at the same time, um, you know, it happens, and that's part of life. And we're certainly going to miss Rocky. I know I'm going to miss him. Yeah, I think we all are. Thank you so much, Troy. And please, uh, blow out some candles on that cake tonight, okay? <laughs> yeah, they can't. There's not enough room. There's not enough candles in Chicago. <laughs> have a good day. Thank you for joining us. Right. Yeah, thank you very much for having me on. Lauren has your news next on 720 WGN. Lisa Dent, WGN.